We're holding by Paragzayim, Pasekir Aleph. We learned that the uh, Klai Yisrael gathered at Mitzvah to complete their tshuva movement, and the Plishtim preemptively attack. The Yidin asks Shmuel to daven on their behalf, and Shmuel brings the carbon and davens, and Hashem creates a nace, there's thunder, it discombobulates the Plishtim, and they turn and start running. So, So the warriors of Klai Yisrael chase after the Pushed him from mitzvah. But Yerdefu was pushed him, and they chased them. But Yakum and they hit them. They killed them. I'd be tachis lebeis kor until underneath the plains. But Yikach Shmuel Avanachas. So Shmuel takes a stone. But Yosem bein a mitzvah bein a sheni. He places it between mitzvah and the cliff. But Yikra Shmuel Evan Ozer. He calls it Evan Ozer, the rock of help. And the significance of this rock is something that we learnt in Daf Yomi recently. Those of us doing Daf Yomi Misach Desprachos Daf. Nun uh, Dalit, we learned that when you see a place where a miracle was performed, you say, And that was Shmuel's purpose in putting a rock so that whenever anyone would be able, would see that rock, they would be able to make this bracha. But Yoiman Shmuel says, Until here, Hashem helped us. Meaning, until this point. So there was a point where the Plishtim turned and ran. No one was chasing them. That was a clear nace minashemayim, a nace a, a, a nice nigla that everyone could see. The plishtim are running; no one's chasing them. At a certain point, the warriors of Kaisal turn and start chasing after them. So, out of the Hena's running, Hashem was until the point where the plishtim were running and no one was chasing them. That was the nice nigla. Until that point, they Shmuel put a rock uh, at the, at the last point, and then after that point, that was when the Yidden started to chase after them, and therefore it was no longer a nice nigla. So, therefore, it was not deserving of. A uh, of of the rock at, at a further point. So they kind of pushed them as a result of this battle. The Plishtim are humbled. They no longer entered the borders of Klai Yisrael, meaning they didn't chepper with Klai Yisrael and cross the border to try to uh, um, raid, to do any cross cross border raids, or try to repossess any of the cities that Klai Yisrael will see t- t- takes from takes back from them. They no longer harassed them. But he had Hashem pushed him. Uh, the, the hand of Hashem was against the pushed him. Call Yemei Shmuel. All the days of Shmuel. So Shmuel is credited with being the national leader of Klai Yisrael. Right? What's a leader's uh, a purpose? What's a leader's goal? For domestic policy and foreign policy. So we'll see in a couple of psukim the domestic policy of Shmuel is the Shaifet. He's judging Klai Yisrael to make sure that there's Mishpat and Dayanim. And his foreign policy is to ensure that Klai Yisrael is deserving, that the Pushtim do not harm them. So therefore, that's why it is attributed to Shmuel, that call you may Shmuel, as long as Shmuel was in the leadership role, he was enforcing the domestic policy and the foreign policy, and that's why the Pushtim did not attack. But the Shaivna Ha'arim, and in fact, some of the Mepharshim say that because Shmuel was, was, was enforcing the Torah in Eretz Yisrael, that it was in Dafka because of that schos that the Pushtim were afraid and did not attack. The cities returned that the Plishtim had taken. Uh, we learn in the beginning of Shaiftim that there were certain cities conquered by Shevet Yehuda. Uh, the Redak says that these cities, they're, they're basically what, what today is known as the Gaza Strip, these cities of the Plishtim were captured subsequent uh, to Sefer Shaiftim. Uh, they were captured by the Plishtim. Uh, so, the cities were returned that the Plishtim took, from Yisrael Yisrael. They were returned to the Yidden. May Ekron Viad Gas from Ekron to Gas. If you have the map that I sent out a couple weeks ago, you can visualize and see exactly which cities or what area we're talking about. That's Gevulan and their boundaries. Hitzel Yisrael Miyad Plishtim 
Klai Yisrael rescued from the hands of the Pushtim. Vayhi Shalom, and there was peace between Yisrael and Amayri, between Yisrael and the Amayri. Now, why, where are the Amayri coming from? Why are we mentioning the Amayri? We were talking about Pushtim a minute ago. So, this is a reference to Amayri that were not conquered when Klai Yisrael first went into Eretz Yisrael. In the beginning of Shaiftim, we learned that Klai Yisrael did not take advantage of the fact that the Yad Hashem was with them, and they did not conquer the entire Eretz Yisrael. So there was a faction of Emairi that remained, and these faction of Emairi were hostile to Klai Yisrael. They, were, they would harass them. But once they saw that the defeat of the Plishtim, so the Emairi were afraid, and they, so they sued Klai Yisrael for peace, and they also did not harass Klai Yisrael. Shmuel judges Klai Yisrael all of his life, Obviously, this can't mean from the minute he was born uh, till the moment that he died, but rather it means that once he started as a shayfate, once Eli died and he took over as a shayfate, he ruled for the remaining 13 years of his life. Now, the Me'am Lais does say an interesting pshat here in Kol Yemei Chayav. He says that it refers to from the, from the moment that Shmuel was brought to Eli, which was at two years old, until he died at the age of 52, all those 50 years, he was judging Kleisar, meaning he was paskening Shilas. And that's what it's referring to with Kol Chayav, that all the days that he was living in the, uh, from when he was brought to the Mishkan until he died. And it's, the Remez is in the word Kol. The gematria of the word Kol is 50, uh, a, a, um, a Remez to the 50 years that Shmuel was the Shaifate. Shmuel would travel year after year, and he would make a circuitous route. He would travel to the, three, to the following three cities, Basel. Those three cities, and at each of these three cities, each of these cities, he would judge Klai Yisrael. So he would not wait for Klai Yisrael to come to his city in Ramah, in Ramasa, but rather he would travel to them. He would go to these cities around Eretz Yisrael, and the, the Klai Yisrael was in those surrounding cities nearby would come to him to be judged there. And in this way, he was emulating his father Elkanah. His father Elkanah also set the example for him by making a circuitous route to go be Eile Regel in order to inspire other Yidin to be Eile Regel with him. And in this way, Shmuel followed in his derech by going around and making a route in order to uh, allow Klai Yisrael to be judged. Now, it's interesting he picks these three cities. Why these three cities? So each of these three cities had special significance. Now, Mitzpah, we already learned about the significance of Mitzpah. Yoshua had defeated the Malachim, the, the Canaanim Malachim there, and had built a Mizbeach there. So Mitzpah, we already know. What about the other two, Gilgal and Basel? So Gilgal is the home of the first Mishkan when Yoshua brought, Eretz, brought the Yidden into Eretz Yisrael. The first Mishkan was in Gilgal, and it remained there for 14 years. And Gilgal is also the place where later we're going to learn in Perek Gedalif, that Shaul is crowned. So Gilgal does have also special significance. And Basel is actually a reference to Shiloh, obviously where we know the Mishkan was for 319 years. So that's why he picked those three cities. They had special significance. And we will learn tomorrow about Shmuel um, turning the, uh, 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 the role of Shaifet over to his children and their actions subsequent to that.